Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Okay. We are going. Okay. So, I just need to open the questions again. I'm hoping this is still recording while I'm... Oh, there we go. No, I mean the, uh... Oh, app. Okay. I think it is. Yep, we're still going. Okay, we're good. Alright. Alright, so, Nelly, you're up first. Yep. Hello, everyone. What's up, Nelly? How's it going? I'm good. Welcome to Red's Little Corner. We are very happy to have you today. How are happy you? Happy to be here. I'm doing great. I'm so happy to be here. Thanks for uh, reaching out. It's it's been a minute. I, I've like I've sporadically done like podcasts and interviews with different people, but I think this one is definitely going to be one of the tops because y'all are like ultimate OG fans. So I appreciate y'all reaching out. It's amazing. Uh, sorry, I'm on light mode, and these colors that we color-coded it, well, Nellie did, and it's hard to see the pink on a white screen. Uh, it's hard to see what? It's hard to see the pink writing, so my questions are written in pink, and it's hard to see on a white screen. Um, so we should get started with some introductions. Uh, I'm Riley, well, I go by Rye, um, and my pronouns are she, they, but it, I'm okay with using both, um. Some days I feel more like a female than other days, so. Yeah. And I'm Nellie, and my pronouns are she, her. And in case some of our listeners haven't heard of you, would you mind giving an introduction to yourself, Evan? Yeah, I don't mind. Uh, what's up, everybody? My name is Evan R. Stanley. Um, I uh, My pronouns are he, him, and I'm an actor, singer, songwriter, uh, now composer producer thanks to uh, uh, some web series out there now and um, yeah yeah I'm, I'm here I'm excited uh, most most people know me from Hamilton uh, American musical in Chicago I did it for two for about two years and I was part of the closing company it's one of uh, the ultimate experiences ever I don't think anybody can take away that and uh, I have some albums that I'll go check it out and I've, I've composed some music for a web series called Neighbors, which is on YouTube, so go check that out. And I'm here, I'm 26, I'm going to be 27 in a few months, y'all, let's go, let's do this interview, I'm excited. Alright, first, I love hearing the story of how you decided to get involved with theater, and knowing you wanted to be a pediatric nurse always helps me stay motivated whenever I am doubting if I'm good enough to become a pediatrician myself. So can we first talk about how you decided to go into theater? Yeah, so um, honestly, you know, theater kind of found me, you know, I I grew up singing in church and, you know, I did church skits and whatnot, you know, that, that my mom had me and my great-grandmother. And then my great-grandmother and mom um, got me into piano lessons at a very young age, like four-ish, I want to say, when I was four. And after that, I started taking singing lessons, and I still never just thought anything of it, you know, I, I was a sports dude, I did Little League, like, basketball, 
in middle school, I played football, uh, and I was always a part of like some team, and then I wandered off into speech and debate somehow, right? One of my best friends, Alex Shield, at the time, uh, he was like, hey man, I'm doing this thing called speech and debate. He's like, I need a duet partner. I was like, well, I don't know what that means, but let's go check it out. And um, I went to one practice, and I had so much fun at just doing stuff on the spot, but I still never thought of like theater, and I did like one play in middle school and it was like the worst experience ever and i don't think that's how anybody should be introduced to theater i didn't know that then but looking back now i'm like oh man never do that to anybody especially a child and so after that um i joined choir my eighth grade year and at this time i was actually in the middle of getting ready to be recruited for um football at a high school in houston because uh football is huge in texas and so i was i was going to be recruited and that was going to be the way that i was just going to keep going and that was going to give me to med school blah 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 but my choir teacher in eighth grade she was like hey there's this performing arts high school called hspva and i think you should audition have you heard of it i was like no and i went an audition and um what is this what is this and she was like well uh, you got great charisma you have a nice voice i think you can go ahead and pull it off I'm going to get somebody to help you with your audition. Let's do it. I really didn't apply to any other school after that. I only applied to this one. My mom was very upset because, you know, she thought I was going to go be a pediatric nurse. She didn't even know I had the acting bug in me. I go to the school. I audition against hundreds of kids, and then I made the top 30. Um, and ever since then, I never looked back. It's been theater ever since. That's awesome. Um, yeah. So, what made you decide going or t uh, that going to college to study theater was worth it for you? I realized it was worth it when, um, when I really—that's a great question. I realized it was worth it to go to college and keep pursuing theater when I realized that there's a moment in your life where you just never stop growing, right? Like when you really think about my timeline of how I got started. I was only studying theater for four years before college. So, yes, I could have done what I had other friends do, which, you know, a lot of them were ended up on TV early. You know, they were child stars or, or they did theater around, um, you know, different cities and stuff. But I was like, I got to continue to get more training. And plus, it was, it was important to me to graduate from college before doing anything. Um, you know, not a lot of people in my family... Uh, in my immediate family anyway really graduated from college and so it was really important for me and i'm the first out of like my little household uh to graduate from college and and i just i just couldn't i just could not do it if that made sense and i just i don't regret it because i was so raw when i joined in high school and they they shaped me into a professional but my college really took what I brought to them and just expedited it even more um, and I'm forever grateful for that so to anybody you know listening who's like yo should I do theater in college or you know whatever your dream is yes go to college if it fits you you know what I mean do do what you got to do if it fits you because at the end of the day it's important to keep growing right like even now I still go back and listen to um, old voice lessons from my professor that I've had because I never want to stop growing. I still take certain classes here and there. You know, even when I coach other people in theater and, and vocals, I'm still learning that way. You know, it's always it's always something that's 
be said about a person who's still willing to learn. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, again, awesome answer. Um, <laughs> I, I'm very distracted by the dog tonight because... It's all right. Yeah. We, love, we, love, we love a good dog. Yeah, I just got her on Wednesday too, so it's so brand what's your new. Dog's what's your dog's name? Uh, her name was original originally Joy, but I'm changing it to Omen. Cause like she, Omen, nice. Yeah, she just came. She, like I just found her, and it just felt like a good omen that I found her. And yes. Oh, you know what? Oh, it's almost like Omen Joy. Omen Joy. <laughs> right? If you really think about it. Yeah. Like, omen. Omen is a beautiful name. I like that. Yeah. Yes. Um. She's she's an amazing dog. She's definitely sure. a girl. She's a Florida girl like Nellie is, so. Yeah. <laughs> so. I have a layover coming up in Florida, too. That's insane. Sorry, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, she's, um, she's a mix, and she's got a lot of scars and stuff from her days as a stray. Yeah. And well, I'm, I'm glad that you saved her, and now she has yeah. a beautiful home. She's a good yeah. girl. She's very sweet. Yeah. No, stop giving me kisses. <laughs> so, the next question is, okay, you gotta move your head, sweet girl. <laughs> So, how do, or, sorry, okay, okay, come here, come on, sorry about this, um, how does others' perception of men in theater determine the types of roles you choose to play? Say that again? Um, how does others' perception of men in theater determine the types of roles you choose to play? How does others, you know what? First of all, that's a great question. I don't think I've been asked that in any interview that I've ever done. So <laughs> Nelly came time. up with it. <laughs> and I don't get stumped very easily, but um, you know, there's a there's a thing about perception that gets a lot of us in trouble, right? And we all know it's been one heck of a year, going on two years at this point. And you know, I think it's I think it's kind of time to broaden the perception for men in theater right or, or you know male passing or whatever you know whatever the the terminology that you want to use for that um because i i think things should be a little more open right like i there's some things that really should be open to being gender bent that i don't think is right like a gender bent version of hamilton should definitely happen somewhere in this lifetime um but i, I really do think that the perceptions of others about men in theater or the roles that they play, at least for, in my experience, have been different just across the board because there have been some instances to where, you know, case in point, I'll never forget this experience. It was in high school and we were auditioning for Rent. And, you know, at the time, they didn't know of a guy in our department who could um, sing high, like, well, not sing high, but have a nice falsetto like Angel does in that show. Um, but they also were, they also knew that they wanted me for Tom Collins in our production. And, you know, and I was like, okay, cool, that's great. And which one? So I auditioned for both. <laughs> and they're like, we just, we just figured this out. And I said, cool. And, and then they said something to me that I'll never forget, and I don't think they meant any harm by this, but, you know, they were like, you don't really look like an angel, right? Like, if you if you know the show, Angel, like, is, is typically either, like, 
Latinx um, person, right? And, you know, typically it is played by a man who ends up doing drag or, you know, whatever. So, but physically, and at that time I was like 200, maybe 180 pounds, I think, and a beard in high school, and I wasn't going to pass for an angel. I could sing it, but I couldn't, I didn't look it. And it always stuck with me that day because I was like, yo, there, there shouldn't be a... Sorry. Um... I don't know what's happened here. Yeah. Yeah. There go. Can now. There, there shouldn't be a reason that a man who looks like me can't play a role like that. So I think it's a little deeper than just like the perception of a man in the roles. I think it's more like, you know, the type of man that's coming in for certain roles. It's when the, the different perceptions and opinions come in to play. Right. I mean, I was even told in, a, in an audition once, um, I'm not going to say the name of, of anything, but like I was told in an audition once that, you know, can you can you be a little less um, uh, aggressive because we don't want to scare the audience? I'm like, huh? Like this this is a this is this role, this this part in the role definitely has a little more uh, aggressiveness to it. And, and, but but why am I worried about scaring you know the audience so it it just goes a little deeper and and I really hope and wish that you know after this year the learning and growing that's happening or that seems to be happening um, will start to broaden that perception on in the mm-hmm. I hope I, I hope I answered your question yeah yeah that that was a really good answer again it was how do you prepare before an audition and what tips would you give to others yeah so preparing for an audition um you know different <laughs> really different like it, what's really funny is that I, I i prepare but like i don't overdo the preparedness that i know some people to do and it's not that they overdo it they just have their own experience but for me i you know i i look at what they give me um and I go, okay, what what is right here in front of me that I can figure out? If they don't, especially if they don't give me the script to go along with it. I just kind of go, what what's on the page that I can figure out based off of what my character is saying, what other characters are, are saying to or about me in that moment, and how can I give the best version of this um, within the couple of minutes that I have, right? And, you know, clearly I go over it, I learn it, and I try, I try to memorize as quickly as possible just so I'm not focused on um, the words, but I'm focused on what's being said, if that makes sense, right? And so I really take my time with that. And then once I kind of, and then once I realize what they kind of like, because sometimes they'll also tell you in auditions, um, oh, the, the, the character description, oh, it's like this, this person is like that. I'm like, okay, cool. And I, and I just try to create my own best version out of that, right? I try to give the best version that ever can give of a character because one, they might be thinking of somebody totally different, but I can change their mind. Um, and two, they don't want a carbon copy of something they've already seen before, right? They want the original you to bring to the table, bring something refreshing. And even somebody who's been behind the table now, and I had to audition people for a show, I realized what that feeling is like. It's like, wait, come in here with something original. Come in here with your personal take on this uh, specific role, because 
the more and more you try to be something that you're not, it's not going to be authentic. And I think that's the main thing that I try to do in my auditions. And even when I come to a show, is be authentic. Like when I went into my audition for Hamilton, for uh, or, or once they realized um, I was in the running for Hercules, Mulligan, James Madison, I didn't go in there doing what Oak uh, did respect, respectively. Like, you know, nothing against him. I thought he was great. I also think Wallace is amazing. Both of those people played it before me. And I think they did great. They both had their own takes. But when I went in, I was like, I'm just going to do the urban version because that's what I know how to do. Um, and it didn't hurt me, right? So it's just, I just really try to be as authentic as possible and be prepared, right? Like, you know, know that I know who you are when you're walking in the room. Have that confidence when you walk in the room to really knock it out the park. So, speaking of Hamilton, how did you go about auditioning for Hamilton and what was your reaction when you got cast? <laughs> uh, yeah, this is a great one. Because I never, so when I was in college, we had this class on, uh, you know, about the business and, you know, setting goals for yourself. Your college, before we went to New York to do, to audition and showcase. So I made a, I made a list, I made a goal list. And my, my five year goal was to be in Hamilton, right? I just knew that was a show that I wanted to be that was my five-year goal. That's very important to start. That was my five-year goal, okay? So, we go to New York. We audition for agents. I get an agent. Um, and then we have this showcase. And the showcase, um, we, well, we did a showcase, and that's how I got my agent, blah, blah, blah. And then, fast forward, we did a workshop. And at this workshop, there was a representative from Telsey and Company, the casting company of Hamilton. And... I brought in a song that had rapping and singing in it. It's Glory, it's it's, a, it's an Oscar-winning uh, song that John Lesnar commented. And I brought it in and I did it specifically for that workshop. I knew they were And so I did it and he stops me and he goes, oh, you know what you're doing. And I said, oh, yes, I do. And so he coached me a bit, had me do a different song. I did Treat You Better by uh, Sean Mendez or something like that. And then um, fast forward a week later, we get back to college, and we, we got like maybe two months left to college, or a month or something like that. And I get an email while I'm doing my makeup. I had a makeup class, and I was like, hmm, gonna be a butterfly today. Hmm. My friend, Krista, sitting right next to me. My phone goes, pss, pss. Then I snap. It says Hamilton Casting Company or something like that. I said, yo, what is this? And it's an email saying, hey, we would love for to send in um, a tape of just like you know the basic uh, first thing that they send you and at this time it wasn't it wasn't for any character so I did that and then I was like sent it in my professor shout out to Ray and Matt they the care of me got to the theater mm, it's beautiful and then I ain't hear nothing Paul you know I reached out to them too I was like yo I'm getting ready to move to New York you know just seeing if you got my t you know just being a hungry person I was like and then I was like man I need to chill I need to chill and you know ain't trying to be too hungry but I was hungry like physically I was hungry and so then I moved to New York uh with like five hundred dollars to my name bad idea uh they with a friend she was cool and then I was homeless and I you know got a job and then I was in and out of Airbnbs and hostels just just slumming, slumming, like nothing, not a dime to my name except to make sure I had a roof over my head. Um, and we get to eight months later, 
I get another email in January of 2018. 18 saying, hey, can you come in and audition for, uh, I think it was directly for Mulligan Madison. I was like, no, y'all. And so I go in and audition. And then I started having all these other auditions at the same time. And I was like, whoa, my life is really like starting to pick up. Whoa, we're, we're, we're doing things. And so I had just gotten through, I promise I only know this, and I had just gotten through uh, with the Memphis Dance Club. So I auditioned for Memphis Musical. Got a call back to come to the dance club. This is my first Broadway, not, not Broadway, but this is my first like New York dance call. I was like, oh my God, this is like, People were like dancing, and I'm like, I'm a mover, you know what I mean? Like, I, I move, but like, they were, ooh, jazz splits, my, you know, I don't have that. I got thunder thighs, like, they can't split too much, you know what I'm saying? So, I'm sitting there, and I call my mom after this dance call, and I was like, yo, ma, I don't, I don't think I'm gonna get this, uh, you know what I'm saying? I was like, I wasn't the worst, but I wasn't the best in that room, you know what I mean? And so, it was just like, I didn't know what to do, and then I checked my message. My agents never call unless it's good news or bad. <laughs> but mainly only when it's good news. Other than that, they'll email me. I have a missed call. And it's like, yo, what are you what are you doing on such and such? Um, and long story short, after like four more rounds of auditions and a dance call, um, I called saying, hey, uh, Hamilton, they want you to start a week in Chicago. What? No way! And I was living with like two of my best friends on their floor in, in New York. And I was like, no way! First thing I do, my agent calls, I call my mom. And I was like, yo, mom, you know, I'm crying, right? She's crying, everybody's crying. My two friends, they realized what happened. I was like, y'all can't say nothing, I'm not supposed to say anything, but you know, they hear it. And then my agents call, and they're like, yo, come to the office and uh, let's celebrate. That's that's what happened when I got the call. It was It's one of the best. Honestly, I wish I could like tell the story as amazing as it happened because like describing it was nothing like living. It was it was literally a movie moment because I was literally on the floor of my friend's apartment in New York. Like, hello. <laughs> Wait, say that. Say that. <clears throat> say that again. I'm in. What? <laughs> That's how that. Alright, did you feel more connected to Hercules Mulligan or to James Madison? I question a lot, like even when I was doing the show, people would be like, oh, which one is more like you, or which one you connect to, or which one is like your favorite to do every night? And honestly, I think, okay. as I get older, okay. more connected to uh, James Madison, <laughs> as I get older, I think both of them really live inside of me, right? Like, it was, it really depended on the day which one really, like, resonated with me. Because if it was a, if I had the wildest Hercules Mulligan ever, you know, and it was one of those days to where I was like, all right, we're in our zone, we're focused, like, focus, focus. You got one hell of a James Madison. So, um, it really Ends, but both of them hold very special places in my heart. They're just, they're just very different people. Um, I'm connected to both in very different ways. So, sorry about the distraction in the background, but also, Nellie, we, 
you skipped like three questions. <laughs> he was like, let's get to him. <laughs> they're, they're all Hamilton questions that she skipped, too. <laughs> but it's probably a good thing because I had to kind of sit up and grab my dog. So I also have an iguana. He's in the other room in his cage, and she wants to keep going, going and saying hi. And I'm like, no, that's not good. <laughs> hey, Ryan. What? Oh. <laughs> so I am a major fangirl. I'm obsessed with Hamilton and In the Heights. Omen, stop it. So, um, I couldn't decide if I wanted to name my iguana King after King George or Usnavi because of Hamilton. I mean, in the Heights. So I did both. I gave him both. So it's King Usnavi. <laughs> I love that. No, that's an amazing name. Also, I like. I, I'm a I'm a huge fan too. Like in a lot of ways, I love In the Heights more than Hamilton. Uh, just because, like, when I first heard In the Heights, I was like, Yo, people are doing this on Broadway. Like, wait what um and uh, and you see i'm even wearing kind of like the colors of usnavi mm -hmm. so uh, oh yeah huge huge fan and i think that's a great name yeah sort of, um, <laughs> omen omen no she's yeah eat that <laughs> okay so <laughs> back to question omen okay she's really not doing anything right now other than crying so, how do you prepare before? Uh, sorry, how do you prepare before an audition? What tips would you give to others? Oh wait, nope, you already read that one. Sorry. Um, nope, Nellie, I think you forgot. No, no, I'm sorry. I'm very out of it right now. What was your favorite thing about Hamilton? Uh, my favorite thing about Hamilton. Oh man. Oh man! Oh, there's a lot of things. I love the fans. Oh, like, like, and I, I was very, very fortunate to join the show when it was still like at its like fandom peak, like, like when they were still probably a few years on, because um, it, it definitely like it didn't like die out, die out, but it, you know it just became another show, which was like also an experience, but. When I first joined, especially in the summertime of Chicago, and I was still a part of the, like, I, I was still with a lot of the original cast members of um, Chicago, and the fans are just amazing. I mean, to, to go out to that stage door and hear people, like, notice when you mess up because they know the show so well, or notice when you did something different because they've seen you do it so many times or seen somebody else before you do it, it is just an amazing feeling to know that people... Um, really appreciate something like that, you know, and, and it challenges them and it makes them think and they have questions for you. And also just the energy that Hamilton brings, right? Like this from that that first bum, 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 but like it's just well we're here, right? We're in Hamilton. Um, so the fans are definitely one and uh, I, I, the music the music's amazing. Like there's there's not a show on Broadway that does music like that. And still sounds like probably at the same time. You know what I mean? Like it's it's quite genius what um, Lynn and and Alex did with that score. It's very genius. With it. mm -hmm. Okay. So the next question was, what is an offstage memory that from the show that you will never forget? We asked Karen the same thing and died inside from her answer. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, the the best offstage moment. 
that won't get anybody in trouble. Because um, we've had a lot. Because, I mean, we've had, we've had stuff from, like, us dancing off stage trying to distract somebody on stage. We've had, I mean, me and Jamal alone, just, like, in our dressing room chronicles, could have stories for days about the things that have happened off stage. Um, but I think, for me, the best one... Honestly, okay, this is a little mushy, but it would probably be, like, our last week, all we did was take pictures backstage. That's all we did. Mm-hmm. Like, it was, I mean, I don't even know how we got away with it, because, like, we shouldn't have fun for our Sorry. But, like, it, we just took so many pictures that whole, like, I mean, it was just so random. It was like, wait, we gotta get, gotta get, I gotta get a, I gotta get a, I gotta get a, that was a mushy answer, but I really, that was a beautiful part for me, just because, like, I don't think we'll ever get that experience like that again. Like, it's not every day you get to close, like, a number one show like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's a, but, like, that one, great. That's, a, that's a great memory for me. Yeah. And then, Nellie, you skipped your first question <laughs> from those two that you had. <laughs> yeah. What is one thing that many people might not know about what being in Hamilton is like? Um, many people might not realize that it takes a lot of, um, I don't know. Well, let me, before, before, no, I won't cheat. I don't think people really know just how passionate the actors are who are in the show. People understand that. Like, it is, it's something to be said about joining a show full of people who look like you are, are not too many shades from what you look like, right? Um, and for that, be so many people's first show um, Broadway or Broadway in Chicago it's a very different experience right and some people go oh you do this for a living oh what you've done other shows or you've done this you've done that and I'm like wait this is this is my first like Broadway show and to be able to do it with people who look like me where, where a majority of the people for, for lack of a better term look like me uh, or not to me, it's different from me. Um, it, that's something I don't think people will ever understand or realize that that's like what is so important. And that's that's probably what they don't know about performing in Hamilton, just how passionate we are to do it with each other. Yeah. So the next question, I, at least I'm. Yes, this is the next one. Okay. <laughs> if you could play another character in Hamilton, who would it be and why? And what was your... Oh, no, that's another question. Never mind. So, who would it be and why if you could play another character in Hamilton? Oh, I want to play all of them. <laughs> play everybody. You know, what's funny is that uh, every time I do, like, some sort of concert for anybody, I've always done a medley of Hamilton, and I've always done just about everybody solo. And... <laughs> Because I really do think everybody has such great like arts and, and characters and in the production. Um, I would love to be Burr or Eliza, and I would love to be Burr 
because I think I think he's the most complicated man in the show. Right? He's the most simply complicated man in the show because his arc is quite clear. Like what he wants is quite clear. But I think all the subtext and the walls that are built up and the psychological um, part to him goes so much deeper than the eye view. And and I've seen I've seen him play so many different ways, right? Like I like there's just so many different ways to play him that I just would love to as when I get older and really get the chance to just really sink my teeth into it and give it the best shot. Now my fun answer is Eliza because she has which is the best song in the show, okay? And she gets to beatbox on stage with her son. Who doesn't want that? And who doesn't want to burn a letter on stage and light it on fire? Yes. I, I've... You think about it, the show is really about her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for real, though. I mean, yeah. Amazing. She's amazing. Yeah. She's probably my favorite character oh my. in the show. She is great. I mean, you literally get introduced to her with helpless. Like, what? Like, ah! Like, that is such a great, like, <laughs> moment. It's, I mean, it's so well written. Uh, that's yeah. great. When I saw Hamilton, um, I didn't know you guys actually burned the letters on stage. And when I saw Julia Harriman do that, I was like, wow. <laughs> Theater magic is a beautiful thing. Yes. Beautiful. Yes. No. Love it. Shout out to all of our Elizas. I think it was Jamila and, uh, and Alicia. 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 Boy, she closed that show with a beautiful A week before she was announced, I had a dream where I had to tell her to be careful of you and Jamal on Sundays. <laughs> you know what? Uh, us three, us three together, we are a fun time. That's what I'll say. That's what I'll say. When we had our moments together, because she, she stopped by our dressing room like a few times because we had snacks. And um, as y'all... Oh. Uh-oh. Something happened. Okay. Oh. I don't know what happened there, but... <laughs> That's all right. Yeah. I was just saying that, you know, she would stop by and, and eat our snacks and have a look. Because <laughs> everybody stole my snacks. Everybody stole my Now I know. Yeah. Going to no, I ain't gonna keep snacks in my room. We still have <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm kind of still a little salty because, like, my parents, they told me that for my graduation they would take me to see Hamilton, and then a week before they were going to buy the tickets, they said, or they're like, no, we're gonna, we're gonna change your room around instead this summer. And I'm like, seriously? Oh, no. I don't care about a room. I want to go see Hamilton. Yeah. Listen, I, I'm still man, salty. Manifested, it will happen. And it, like, I actually have a really cool story. I made a vow not to um, be the show until I was cast in it because the tickets are just like, I mean, they're so expensive. Mm-hmm. Like, it just really is. And uh, and then I got cast, and I saw it for the very, very first time. So, manifested, it's gonna happen. Your parents, they just wanted. To- room first and now they can take care of the tickets you just gotta you just gotta keep asking you know what i mean just just be like yo yo beeps i mean i don't think they're gonna do anything about tickets anytime soon because well they kicked me out like the next april oh yeah yeah it's fine it's been over a year so and i'm still pretty close with them they just 
they just needed more space in the house, pretty much. <laughs> I have, <laughs> I have so many siblings. They just needed my room. Yeah, fair enough. But yeah, I I love them and I don't hold it against them. Yeah. If I were them, I would have kicked me out too. <laughs> I was awful. I was an awful teenager. Hey, you know we we all we all go through stuff and we all have our um things that we have to overcome. You yeah. Know? Like, try not to be too too hard on yourself, but feel what you feel. Your feelings are valid, and you know as long as y'all are able to. Uh, work it out for yourselves. That's all that matters. Yeah. So I did just get a notification because um, I don't have like the uh, subscription to Google Meet, so it's gonna end in five minutes. But yeah, so I didn't realize that it was gonna do that. So That's all right. I apologize. Oh. Many tef- or technical difficulties tonight. And Omen, stop it. I know you want to go see him, but you cannot. Come here. She's at ground zero with training, so it's, like, really hard right now. Okay. That's hard. And I don't know what happened to Nellie. Oh, man. Come here, girl. Omi, come here. Okay. Come on. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. What happened to Nellie? <laughs> there she is. Sorry, I'm back. So, um, Nellie, I did just get a pop-up saying that this is going to end soon, the video. So... <laughs> Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Okay, come here. Sorry. Hey, Ray. Ray? Yeah. Before, can I ask about? Yes. Okay. So I was wondering, could I get a picture with you? Yeah, of course. Okay. Do you want me to take it now? I can literally just screenshot it, and you guys will be in the frame together. Oh yeah. Okay. I'm gonna see if turning off my camera will make. Oh. Nope, not really. It doesn't do anything. Okay, hang on. I'm just going to screenshot it. I can always it. just take it if I need to. Oh, nope, I turned off my phone. <laughs> okay. Oh, where? Okay, I'm sorry about this. Oh, nope, okay. it's not going to work. I'm sorry. Right. Do you, wanna, yeah. do you want me to take one of you guys and you take one of me? I can't take one because it's. Oh, I'm no. on my phone. Okay. I apologize. I tried and it just <laughs> shut right. my phone off. Yeah, this will work. <laughs> Homie, what are you doing, sweet girl? <laughs> Alright, good. Got it. <laughs> so, I apologize for all the technical difficulties tonight. It was not our best episode because of it, but couldn't leave her home alone. That's okay. I mean, listen, y'all. I, I appreciate y'all reaching out, and listen, this is amazing that y'all even had this idea to start it, and trust me, you're going to run into a lot of road bumps. Listen, Everything I do is not perfect. I run into so many ropes. I literally, I, I was like, I had a vacation planned, uh, which, which is still planned. I have a vacation planned, like coming up this next week. But then I have to fly to New York out of nowhere. Like, there's always going to be something that pops up. But y'all handled it so well. I had a lot of fun. Y'all had some great questions. Uh, it's probably one of my favorite interviews because of the questions. And you know, it's not every day that I get to actually interact like with fans at all. And I don't even like calling y'all fans because like that's so like impersonal uh but you know you guys are like like true supporters and true like family members in a way you know what i mean so i i appreciate y'all just um rocking with everything that i do and and always supporting you know the stuff that's not always just about broadway or hamilton y'all support the other endeavors that um we we choose to get into lord knows we're in so many different things <laughs> i just appreciate it and i think um 
this is a fact that Riley's happy about. You are my favorite actor over Paul Bettany, Lin Manuel Miranda, anyone. You're like up there. Thank you. That's She's very annoying about Paul Bettany. <laughs> like literally. It means a lot, and I don't, I don't take it lightly. I don't take it for granted, and you know, hopefully, I can just continue oh, to. The video is literally ending. I'm so sorry. Okay. Bunch <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Okay, come back. Okay. <laughs> hey, hey, no. Rye here. I just wanted to make a quick outro and just apologize for all of the technical difficulties that we went through, which were unfortunately all on my side, and I definitely apologize for that. But we hope you enjoyed this week's episode, and we will be back next time. All right. Thanks, guys. Let's take it back. To 2010 That's where it all begins For you and me We were best Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize Playing Chumba Casino online I was only playing for fun So winning was a dream come true Chumba Casino is America's favorite Free online social casino You too could have the chance to win Life-changing cash prizes Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.